You know, I got up at seven in the morning. On a weekend? <laughs> Why would you get up so early? That's a great question. I got excited. I woke up at seven. He's like, the podcast is at ten thirty, and I'm like, what? I think he was trying to make sure that you would be awake enough. Yeah, he didn't wake me up when he woke up, so I woke myself up. <laughs> okay. My hair like enough dreaming. Let's get up. <laughs> okay, math man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's nice to to get to see you guys. So I think we should probably go ahead and and start. I'm sure you guys have things to do and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches to make for lunch. <laughs> instead of grilled, it's a grilled cheese instead. Grilled cheese. That was a very good guess, though. Nice. Well, you know what you could do? You could do a grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich. A grilled peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like grilling peanut butter and jelly? You know, well, how do you make a grilled cheese? Well, you just grill cheese in bread. So you, you put it in between the bread, but you butter the bread on the outside and you cook it in a skillet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do the, like same thing, do the same thing with peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but with toast instead of bread. It's not just toast, though. You get the butter on it, and you, you grill it, it, and it melts the peanut butter on the inside. Oh. oh, it's so good. It's so good. And if you have a very strong sweet tooth, I suggest you do peanut butter and Nutella. Oh, okay. We don't have Nutella. Yeah, we, we used to have some Nutella. It's like It's like the chocolate peanut butter. It is? Yeah. It's probably better that you don't because <laughs> it says it's a hazelnut spread. But then the first ingredient just says sugar. <laughs> and his, mom, his mom's on an organic kick. <laughs> Trying to make us all, all eat better. Well, uh, Because I am the hungry pup after all. <laughs> <laughs> and since you have to eat organic, you're going to be the hungrier pup. <laughs> Absolutely. He ate four Del Bono rolls. <laughs> And you never forgot. He, he for what? So we have Del Bono Rose. So for, remember, Del Bono is a is a bakery near us. Okay, and it's a very good bakery. So uh, my trademark apparently is is when we had some fresh Del Bono rolls. I ate four sandwiches with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him Hungry Pup. <laughs> I see Met in the background. <laughs> But we're very happy to to be here and and join you guys today. Uh, we love to talk about video games. That's what I'm doing today, and, and I've got him all prepped. <laughs> Greetings and welcome to episode six of the Are You Winning Son podcast, hosted by me, Ryan Mathman one zero two four, and my son Caleb Toast or Waffle. You know, I could have done that. My I could, I could have done that way better than you did. And this is why I paused because I knew you had something to say. And I do. Always, I always have something to say. Yes. And like we always do, we're here to, you know, crack wise, be funny, talk about things that aren't really related to video games, in addition to talking about the games we've been playing. And I guess this is going to be a pattern that every even numbered episode, if I can swing it, we're going to have a guest on. And today, today we have the hungriest of pups, the person who, you know, it's spelled the way it sounds and sounds the way it's spelled. We've got... <laughs> Hungry Pup, Gamer Hungry Pup, Jim, and his son, who his name is Jack, but also known as Hedgehog? Yeah. 
What's the number for hedgehogs? I don't think there is a number for he- hedgehog. Yeah, you were trying to get hedgehog, and then you try to get a number. <laughs> were, were you trying? To... Yeah, it doesn't sure? work for plants versus zombies for me, even though I'm seven. <laughs> so yeah. your dad was trying to get you hooked up with a, a username, and it was yeah. going to be something like hedgehog seven five two zero nine. Yep. Yep. That's uh, exactly it. And and I'm hungry pup. And the reason I'm gamer hungry pup is because. Hungry Pup alone wasn't available, and I tried some numbers, but then I realized I'd forget them, so I just went with Gamer Hungry Pup for my accounts. And the reason you're Hedgehog, I don't even know. Why Why are you Hedgehog? Mm, spikies. You like spikies? Yeah, they have spikes <laughs> on their back. No, that's Porcupine, right? Yeah, and I think you do have a number on, on the account, I actually don't even remember which one it is. <laughs> but it was, it was like, uh, we tried like a three, and then... Uh, I don't know. What numbers did you give me? You gave me a bunch of them, but none of them went through. Yeah, I forget. A three-something. <laughs> so. Three, 34. That's so you right. are the hedgehog. You like hedgehogs. I like the <laughs> I like the porcupine. The one that has spikes on the back. So he likes the porcupine, not the hedgehog. So not a Sonic fan? <laughs> Hasn't played Sonic just yet? Nah, I haven't played Sonic. You played one Sonic game. Yeah. Which is a nice segue into the the games. Hedgehogs <laughs> are just like porcupines with shorter spikes, though. Like they, they still have spikes. Yeah. yeah, it's also the reason why I picked them. <laughs> so you you like the spikes? Yeah, and you can also watch Cuphead on Netflix. Did you know that? Yes, and I uh, finished that the whole. Something... I finished all of it yesterday. You did? Yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. I like it because they two frogs punched and they punched each other. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, we'll definitely get uh, around to that because I watched the first three episodes and I played Plants vs Zombies. Are you Plants vs Zombies? Nice. All right, so you know this is probably uh, you know a great segue um, since you guys have never been on this uh, podcast before and I've never met you know, your son before today, uh, it's a good place, good time for us to, to learn about your gaming history. So, yeah. you know, I would say, when did you get into gaming? I and mean, we can start with Jack, cause I'm sure that's going to be a much shorter story than your dad. Yeah. So that's, so like we were talking yesterday when, when we come on the show, like Ryan is saying, we're going to talk about our gaming history and like, you know, when you started playing video games. So why don't you tell everybody, you know, what, what, how old you were when you started and what was the first game you remember playing? Well, the first game I remember playing is, I think the first game I remember playing was Splatoon. No, it wasn't that. It's a different Mario. Mario Brothers. It's the first game I remember playing. And I liked it because that was my first role-playing game. I also like puzzle games because you try to figure out a puzzle and a mystery. I I started Jedi Fallen Order. And I got one planet down. I'm still trying to find out the secret. Like I can jump and find this. I can jump, but I found this special secret. It's like once I found the second spear, I could get push that up onto a ledge. But I need a third spear to get another secret unlocked. And the thing is, I'm just creeping around this one area and not creeping around the other area. 
Because if I creep around the other area, I might move on to and never see that area again. Like yeah. this one area I discovered, and I'm like, oh, I don't want this area. There's no puzzles at all. But then I figured <laughs> out that I could find another spear there. So I've been trying to cut this chain off with my with the lightsaber, but it just didn't work because I couldn't ever get on that thing. So let's help the audience a little bit. So you started playing video games when you were six. Yeah. You are seven now. So you haven't played a lot of video games, but you've played a couple. And the one that you're talking about right now is Jedi Fallen Order, which is a Star Wars game. Yeah, I, start, I started a, another Star Wars game before Jedi Fallen Order. Which one was that? I forget. <laughs> I forget, but you might he play might have played actually he played a little bit of Lego Star Wars. That was a good thing to remember. You did play some Lego Star Wars. Yeah, I did play Lego Star Wars, but I played a game after that before I started Jedi Fallen Order. It's on the PS5. And the game that you told me yesterday that the first game that you played was called Abzu. Do you guys know the Abzu underwater diver video game? I've, the name sounds familiar, but I don't really know anything about that. Nothing yeah, about that sounds you, familiar. If you make your controller, if you make the moving button go left, it turns him right. It's like an, op, it's complicated. So this was Jack's first exposure to kind of like the air, the airplane controls on yeah. the analog. <laughs> and we've, I think up until that point, you've played everything kind of, you know, traditional. So, but that game was kind of steering the diver in the, in the diving game Abzu is, a little bit was tricky for you because you have to, it's a little counterintuitive. You had to pitch up instead of turn up. And so I think you had to press down to go up. <laughs> so Left to go right, right to go left. Yeah. And then the last thing you played was Rocket League, right? Do you want to have a final comment about Rocket League? Yeah. I remember playing Rocket League with my dad and we lost a lot of games and won a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. The like, game I liked was the one where I just stood in the middle and the other team took the ball right in front of the net so I could just jump and hit it. I'm very bad at Rocket League. I was here <laughs> and the ball was here. I can't see your arms, remember, so you have to like describe. So yeah, when I was in Rocket League, there, I was just standing right by the net like, where's the ball? I don't know. And there was this arrow pointing to it and it was right in front of me. Oh. Uh, and it was right in front of the goal, so I just bought, I used a turbo boost, and it just scored a goal for me. But I blew up all the way to the other side of the field. Yeah, so <laughs> Jack's video games were a little bit different than mine. Like, at, when he is six now, and he started playing video games, there's so many different games available to him. There's when I was six, <laughs> it was a much different environment. I'm um, a little bit younger than Math Man, but when I was when I was six, maybe seven, I had a Nintendo Entertainment System, and I played the Mario Brothers. You did mention Mario Brothers at the beginning, um, and you probably played on Nintendo Switch Online the Mario Brothers game that was available um, as kind of like a, a speed run type, uh, you know, go as far as you can before you die. I forget what it was called. Mario Thirty Five. Yeah, Mario Thirty Five. That one I think was your first Mario. But mine was the original Mario Brothers. I, I played that game on Nintendo. Um, maybe a little bit before that, I had the Atari, actually, and played some River Raid. And <laughs> that one sticks out in my memory. But games were, were two buttons. It was, it was A and B, and then Atari was one button and, a, and just an analog joystick. So it was just a different kind of atmosphere when I was new to gaming. But we've come a long way, and it's the same kind of mechanics. You start small, and you build... Well, it's funny you say start small, but the games that Jack that you're talking about, 
those would have been just mind blowing for me as a kid. And, you know, you know, just like your dad, I started playing the, like the old classic, like old retro games. Cause I started on the Commodore 64 and then an Intellivision and then the Atari 2600, which I think we probably got after the crash when everything was just dirt cheap before getting an NES, which we played a few times at, you know, my cousin's friend's house. And that's where I was introduced to Mario. And then for, you know, Caleb and my other son, they just played whatever I happened to have. And so the Wii came out, you know, just a month after Caleb was born. And so I finally got my hands on, finally got my hands on one a year, a year after that. And, you know, his first games would have been something that was very intuitive, like we, you know, Wii Sports and the new Super Mario Brothers until eventually he did. I remember him doing Lego Star Wars. And again, I've, I've told this many times, just being impressed with his ability to manipulate a character in 3D space, which was something that I never grew up doing. I think the first time I did anything close to that was playing uh, Wolfenstein. Or there's a game called, oh gosh, I think it was called Descent. And I remember yeah. that it was on, so we played it on PC, and my brother had gotten a computer that was super powerful because it had a 486 DX2 running at 66 megahertz. So lightning fast compared to what we did have. And you were manipulating this ship in complete three dimensional, you know, three, 3d space as opposed to Wolfenstein, which was really on a plane and you could have 360 degree movement, but you weren't worried about going up or down. But in this one, you were rotating your ship in the environment and all of the directions. And I remember it being, very confusing sometimes going through the corridors but you're getting an early jump on that and playing games like you know plants versus zombies and all that stuff that's great yeah i beat my first game it was mario odyssey uh when did you start <laughs> i mean i think my dad already like mentioned it but i started like pretty young i think maybe i might have been three when i played my first video game or three or four and it was either wii sports or new super mario bros Wii. one of those two was like the first video game i ever played or a diego game on a leapfrog <laughs> forgot about that yeah it's really easy to for forget about those leapfrog games that you know that hey let's get you into video games but let's make it educational i don't know if you ever did anything like that with with your kids jim Do you know what i'm talking um, about yeah say it say again like the the, the leapfrog stuff the like the, the kids toys, but they've got a screen and they have cartridges and stuff. So it's almost like video games, but it's educational. So you don't oh, feel too okay. bad about giving your kids a screen to play with. But that was something that was probably more prevalent, you know, about a decade ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. We didn't, uh, we didn't, I didn't actually know about that until now. <laughs> yeah. We had a few games. I think there might've been one that was a lot of it was licensed stuff like Diego or cars. And so oh, you might cool. have Diego traversing a, a cavern trying to collect letters to spell something that would then open up the door to the next level. It was, it was pretty bad. I tried playing it thinking, Oh yeah, this will be a, you know, I like playing video games. And just like they said, they would say in the matrix, not like this, <laughs> not, not like, like this. Well, yeah, it's a video game for three year olds. Why would you expect like a 40 year old man to enjoy it? That's not what it was built for. Yeah. I just, you know what? I just wanted to experience it and I don't need you hassling me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I could change this to are you winning self 
Wow, you're just gonna <laughs> cut me out of the podcast. Yeah, so make it a solo podcast. You, yeah, you better watch it. Okay, I actually so- had the game Descent. I was holding that comment too. Uh, I, re- I remember my first experience on the PC. I don't even remember how old I was, but it was like Descent was a game that came home to us. I think my dad brought it home. He's like, I got this for free. You want to try it? And we loaded it on whatever PC we had and it like didn't like work. <laughs> and I, cause obviously now I know it's because of the limitations of the computer, but at the time it was, Oh man, I don't like PC gaming. <laughs> and that's, that's probably part of the reason why I was always on consoles my, growing up. It's cause I never had the, the good computer, but um, I, I, I remember that. That's my memory of that game. <laughs> I was oh like, my, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember my dad bringing home Wolfenstein, like a stack of three and a half inch floppy diskettes. And it was like, what is this? And then we just loaded it. It was like, oh, okay. We're, we're going to go around and, you know, shoot Nazis. And somehow, I don't even know how, yeah, I don't even know how we found it, but there were like the cheat codes for it. Well, okay, that is not the Wolfenstein that I had. I mean, I'm talking about the old, like the original Wolfenstein. (laughs) I figured. So I just held up, uh, for the viewer's benefit, I just held up uh, um, the Return to Castle Wolfenstein. This is my only Wolfenstein that I don't even know how I got it. It was 2001, 2002. And Jack, this is what I was showing you this morning. The genre is a shooter game. so, That's a genre? Yeah, genre is a type of game. Yeah. Or it's a category of game. Um, but yeah, when, when you were talking about that, Math Man, I wanted to just show you that. That's like my uh, understanding of Wolfenstein. I've only had the one. But I know that there was previous. Yeah, it's funny that you call that a shooter because, you know, growing up, a shooter would have been something like, you know, Gradius or <laughs> you know maybe Contra. What, Jack? Do you know Pokey? It's a game that my friends like to play. They say that you can look at, you can use Google and type STI, and if you see Stick Man Hook, you can click that. And if you see these blue words that say "Play on Pokey," that's a that's a place that you can play any sort of games you want. So if you hit "Play on Pokey," you get to play Stick Man Hook for real on a computer. And if you want to try that out, you can. We need a computer, though. You could play on the phone. I don't really know how, though. Because the way you do it is, like, you start on level 1, and you can go up to level 300. This sounds and like a sponsor get, segment. You, you have to, It's really fun, because on level 1, there's no, there's no ledges, and, you're got, and your character will just bounce. And then the way you do is you click, and then the your character throws a string, and if you're so far, he'll hit that launch pad. And the more you hit it, the more your character will go up. And if you hit it three times in a row, then your character will just launch right to the finish line. But for higher levels with ledges, it's so hard. I'd say level 15 is the hardest because there's like this plus sign with with things that you can swing on and the way you do is you have to hit the launch pad on the bottom in order for your character to swing onto the the next side it all right let's a- uh as we go on to the what we're playing we're going to talk about that too in the next segment too what is, yeah. is that is that a game that you're currently playing or is he just recounting or you just no, recounting I play, that. I play that that's the game i used to play on my computer oh okay 
So what are you playing right now? Are you playing Minecraft right now? Yeah, my dad has it. He uses his computer and he puts it on a bigger screen. And then I can play Minecraft. And he told me how to hit get out of it because your your whole mouse turns into this plus sign. And then if you, and then there's just bricks all around you. And you can get stone or mirror, but that's probably in a special cave. And my my friend Jalen, he in school, he told me how to find diamonds enough to make a diamond armor. When you play Minecraft, what is the thing you try to do? What's the thing I try to do? I try to make a city. So what are you, what are you putting in your city? Well, I only have one house right now, and I, and I don't want to make dirt houses. That would be pretty weird. <laughs> now I don't have enough wood to make, like, a door. I only have the, a door. And a zombie came in, opened my door, and then destroyed my campfire, took me out, then I took it out. Wait, the zombie <laughs> opened your door? Yeah. They could I didn't know that was a thing door. they could do. Yeah, and yeah, some versions of zombies can break down doors. Them. It's invisible, but they have a little smile. Caleb said that zombies can actually break down doors. They can. They didn't break. Well, wide if you play on hard mode, <laughs> I wasn't playing on hard mode. My dad, what did you play? I put it. I probably put it on uh, beginner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't play on hard mode because that's so hard. The zombies would see. The zombies would crush your house. Sure. So, are you doing? I guess, I guess adventure mode versus creative mode. Yeah, I'm playing survival. Oh, survival! What did I say? Adventure. Adven- adventure is yeah. like you can't even break anything. You can't even do anything. Oh, but survival is kind of like I guess like the basic build. mode for Minecraft. Yeah, you yeah. can build things. You can break things. You can do whatever you want in the Minecraft my dad has, and he lets me play it. And it's fun because I build my own city. I was going to build a fence. You know how cities, if you just dig down, 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 when you get to stone, you can dig down, still go down, and then you can kind of make stairs, stone stairs. You can make a staircase, and then you can make a secret hideout. And then you can make some things. So zombies, they they can't go through hideouts. Or these special vent or trap doors. Right. But, but they can fall through them. So I'm going to make a trap door so they can't come a- across my land. And then I'm making a fence. But zombies won't know how to get past my fence because I put trap doors all around. There's one part that I don't have a trap door or a fence. I just put a door. And the zombie, he couldn't open my door. He didn't know how. So but I, I thought zombies could break down doors. Break down. That's in hard mode. Oh. In hard <laughs> mode, a skeleton dest- can destroy a house in one arrow. But I thought you said that a zombie broke into your house. Yeah. How? Through the he, door? Yeah, he broke my door. But okay, so so they can break through a they can break or they can open a door, but they can't get past a fence. They can open a door, but they can't break things. Only in hard mode they can destroy oh, things. Oh, okay, so they can and open a door, but all right. <laughs> there are guys only two squares high, so I'm going to make a trap that's three squares down in the ground, and I can make a trap door, and I can put it, and then the zombie will probably fall through it. So, so in summary, gonna be- what, is their, what is their reason that you like uh, Minecraft? What, what, is the, what is your favorite thing about it, if you had to pick one thing? Well... 
I would love building. I build. I have a lot of Legos. That's right. You like building. You're creative. Yeah. That's what Minecraft's all about anyway. I mean, I built ladders. I built three ladders. And then, I, and then at night, I would just jump up and grab them and jump up to the top of my house. I would just make... I would just make a ladder, and I would climb the ladder all the way up to the top of my house at the roof. And then I would just stay there for the night. Well, you mentioned Legos. I know someone who likes Legos. Um, so just Toast last Ruffle. last weekend, yeah, Toast Ruffle. Last weekend, Hi. Caleb, we were doing a stream of Lego City Undercover, and we paused it to do something special. Oh, and so no. I took <laughs> So... I took a bucket of Legos that's about this big, you know, maybe like a, a foot long, six inches wide and deep. And I just I dumped it on him. And then I took something that was the size of a trash can that was filled to the top with Legos. And I dumped that on top of him too. And so we need to try it to find the, the, the VOD for that. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't really think that it hurt. I think he's just saying this to elicit sympathy. It did, did hurt. Okay. There was like a, there was like a toy car in there that fell on my head fell directly on my head. So yeah, one of the things I forgot about when I asked my children, you know, a few years ago when they picked up their Legos, they didn't put just Legos in the buckets. So there were some Hot Wheels cars in there. So when I was dumping the bucket of Legos on him, there might've been a few Lego, a few uh, Hot Wheels cars that hit him on the head. But that's just kind of punishment for not listening when they were supposed to be cleaning up and putting things away the right way. I don't think, Toaster Waffle appreciates that. I well, found, doing- um, I don't know if um, this is something you should watch during while we're doing this, but I found the link to the clip where he dumped all the Legos on my head that I just <laughs> put in the chat. How did you find that? Um, I recorded yeah. it. Yeah, he yeah he recorded it on his Twitch channel, and he'd clipped that, or someone had clipped it. I did. Oh. And for the record, it, it did hurt. It was very painful. So. Well, not it was, it was very, very painful, but it hurt. You dumped them, like, directly on my head. Well, that's where I was supposed to dump them. Anyway. Anyway. I mean, so, it wasn't that bad, because then I didn't I didn't have to clean it up. You're the one who cleaned everything up. No, but then when I cleaned it up, I accidentally got the TV remote in there, and that caused a, oh, whole, yeah. a muffle. <laughs> I forgot. Like, where, where's the TV my, remote? You hid my TV remote. I did not hide it. It just accidentally got in there. You know what? I'm done with you. Jim, what else have you been... What, what have you been playing? <laughs> I could, uh, so I've been playing a couple things, and so, and you know what I've been playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you played God of War. I did play God of War. I'm going to save my God of War speech, though, because I beat that game, and I need to do a review. Um, the things that I'm going to have for everyone today in the Are You Winning Son podcast is, I, uh, I have won Madden thoroughly. I'm, and I'm a very accomplished Madden 22 player, and I think it's time to hang it up. What? No. Uh, so- no. <laughs> it's, it's, it can't be over. Oh, well. There's a new season three out, and I don't have the stamina to level up 50 more times. Oh, good grief. <laughs> so my team's already pretty good. So what I've been playing is Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Um, He's been doing great with that. I even want to play it now because he podcasts so much. <laughs> it looks like a puzzle game to me. Or a mystery game. Well, I've been so putting him on YouTube. Podcast is what we do now, where we all we all talk for a little bit and then we share the time. We all take turns, and so the YouTube video that I do is uh, that's just uh, when I play and record it for the amusement yeah. of others. So- I did that once with Plants vs Zombies. It was really fun because 
because I did a boss battle, and, and then this tree came out, and he went like this, and I'm like, here is the boss battle! <laughs> Which Plants so, vs. Zombies are we talking about? Just like the... Uh, garden the, Warfare too. Oh, you Garden liked. Warfare. I tried to get into Garden Warfare, but I was just too complicated. I like the original Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm, I'm hoping to see Plants vs. Zombies. I mean, I'm hoping... Don't mind playing Willow the Wisps. Uh, I'm assuming you already played the Blind Forest, right? I did. I played all, all the Blind Forest. Did Jack watch you play any of that? Uh, no. That I was years ago. I don't even remember when that was. I only, watched, <laughs> I only watched his YouTube version. Yeah, oh. it's kind of... Blind Forest is... I don't, when did it come out? Because it was... Because I didn't remember it going into Willow the Wisps. I, I played it um, about a year and a half ago, I think, mm-hmm. with every intention of then following it up with Will of the Wisps, but I never did. There's this anxiety that I have about starting a new game, and especially when it's a sequel, thinking, well, I really liked, in this case, The Blind Forest so much, I'm afraid to play Will of the Wisps and be disappointed in it, so I'm not going to play it. But so what What have you, um, have, how have you been enjoying it so far? Uh, it's So for me, like... Uh... I would I would say that it's been so much time since Blind Forest and this one that the way the way that I'm kind of treating it is it's like it's like playing a replay of the Blind Forest. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's very similar. And now you want to play it, so after you know later today we'll let we'll probably let you play Blind Forest. But it's the art is great, the sound is great. You know the mechanics are easy to understand. But like you said, Ryan, if I started it right after I played Blind Forest, I probably wouldn't want to do that. Because it seems like an extension of that mm-hmm. game. <laughs> yeah, um, and it seems so real. I mean, like my dad, he played Blind Forest, and then there was, and then he saw a wolf, and he's like, "That's creepy." And then the wolf is in Will of the Wisps. Yeah, yeah Will of the Wisps, <laughs> and then, and then he kept going the same way the wolf went, and then it was a chase battle. Yeah. Then he came to this fire, and he got a fire attack, and he's like, "Oh, I can fight back now." And <laughs> And then he fought, fought, fought back, and the wolf fell into the poison water. Yeah, but so it's been fun, and it's and it's been good to kind of get over my, you know, the the problem that I have called Madden. And as I understand <laughs> it, <laughs> that you also have have a problem that you want to describe. <laughs> well, my problem has been with with Cuphead, and there was that a span of a couple of weeks where I just, you know, when I finally beat it by myself. I had to go back and try it again, and I did with fewer deaths. So I think I wrote it down here somewhere where I was counting the number of deaths, and it had gone from 225 the first time I did it completely by myself to 64, and then I think I beat it again uh, with 45 deaths and then 35. So it was getting better each complete run, and the bosses were getting easier. But then a few days ago, uh, it was late at night, Everybody had already gone to bed, and I went, you know what? I kind of want to play something because it's still early enough that I could play. And I did not do so well. And I think it was because instead of playing as Cuphead, I was playing as his pal Mugman. Mugman. And it was late. Yeah, that's the other character. So the main one is Cuphead, and he's got his friend Mugman. Mugman's the better character, though. But I had, I don't know if it was because I was using the Joy-Con controllers, and it was late at night. I think there were a lot of things that were just causing me problems and I did not, I just did not do well. So I think I need to try to pick that up again this weekend. 
to see have my skills deteriorated that much over a week or I don't know, but I know that I think you watched me play part of the complete playthrough of it. Um, and you said that Jack was kind of interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to play Cuphead really bad. Well, I know, yeah. I know right now it's on, it's on sale for 15. Oh, is it switch or I was going to ask that next. It's on switch and Xbox. I know that. I wonder, I was wondering if it was going to come on game pass. Can daddy buy that? I can just buy it too. Can you just buy it? I'm gonna put See, that on this is this is my inner conscience speaking right now. See, your 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 dad has the ability to just buy it if he wants to. Tomorrow, tomorrow we're gonna put <laughs> Tomorrow, but see, I unlike your dad, I have convinced myself that I'm not going to buy any video games this year unless it is uh, coming off of the like an Amazon gift card or an eShop gift card or something like that, that someone has gotten for me. Um, so I have a few dollars on the eShop with eShop credit and I'm just going to, I'm holding and waiting for something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, I know that right now, I think last time I checked Cuphead was on sale for 15. I don't know if that was, I know that was on eShop. I don't know if there's a similar sale going on on Xbox, but I'd be curious how much faster the load times would be on Xbox because you know, it does take a while sometimes on the switch, but like I've said before, the good thing is when you die, you can very quickly reload and it doesn't, doesn't take long at all. So that is one positive. But yeah, I've been playing Cuphead and I've started playing Tomb Raider. Uh, it was on sale for like a th- for $3 on Amazon. And I don't know which Tomb Raider it is. It's probably like one of the, one of the reboots they did. Mm. I know that she is stranded on an Island after her ship got, wrecked or whatever um, and it's it's been challenging to be playing it at night because there are some kind of jump scares that they try to do in the game I'm just wandering around exploring like I do because it's not completely open world but there's an area that I could explore and this command popped up on the bottom that said press left stick plus B button to dodge attacks and I went what are you talking about I'm just walking oh my gosh there's a wolf eating me so like two wolves came out of the bushes and started you know chewing on me and i have like a bow and arrow that i'm trying to aim and shoot at them with and it was a little unnerving at that time to, to have that happen i died a few times but um it's it's interesting i wanted i really wanted to play something on the series x that would i guess showcase the the graphics as opposed to some of the more artistic games that i've played or some of the ones that are not as high fidelity but it's it's, it's interesting it sounds like Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Only, and I'm, I'm guessing because that was one of the newer reboot ones, and it's not the one, I think, because I played one pretty recently that was one of the reboot ones, and I think it was, I, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> um, and I'm thinking those were the two of the newer ones where the the protagonist is um, has a hard British accent, I think. It didn't seem to be that severe of, a, okay. of an accent, at least yeah, that I, I could tell. But it's, you know, it's nice. Very there's cinematic. Some, there, there, there's some leveling systems, you know, with it. And this is really my first, I think it's the first Tomb Raider game I've ever played. So. Sounds like, is it like Uncharted? Have you I've played Uncharted? Played, never played Uncharted, but <laughs> sure. You know what? It seems a lot like Uncharted. <laughs> I thought that was a movie. Yeah. It's it a movie that just came out, but it's based on a series of video games. Oh, yeah. It is, but I never saw it. Yeah. 
Well, I think it just came right, out. Yeah. I think it's not getting good reviews. And that'd be a great thing to throw into a Metacritic quiz uh, some other <laughs> yeah. time. Is, that, <laughs> is it on Disney Plus or something? No, it's a new movie. Uh, I, I, I don't got to see what it's on. I think it's in the movie theaters now. Yeah, I think it just they came out this weekend. Tom Holland and Mark I want to go to the theaters. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. <laughs> no, Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Caleb, what have you... What have you been playing? I know there's something here that we've been playing together, but there's some other stuff here that, well, you got one of my favorites on here. I do. Okay. Maybe not then. What have you been, what have you been playing? Um, well, I um, got a game on sale a while ago called Snakey Bus. Uh, it's like, you just like drive around like a city as a, just a bus and you go to different bus stops to get more people on the bus. And then go to a destination and, like, deposit all the people. And then you become longer. So you're eventually just, like, this super long bus just, like, going all around the city and trying. Like, if you if you stand still for too long, you just lose. So you're just trying to avoid yourself. It's, it's kind of like a dumb game. But <laughs> I've, I've had fun with it. And there's a game that me and Math Man here have been playing together called i don't know if i'm saying this right uh taiko no tatsujin tatsujin i don't something like that it's yeah. like a rhythm game i mean not i mean it is a rhythm game where you there's like so there's blue notes and red notes and depending on the color there's like different buttons you're supposed to press and um sometimes you have to press like both red buttons at the same time or both uh, blue buttons at the same time, or just mash buttons really fast for a drum roll. It's like drum based. I know um, the Switch version; you can get it physical with like an actual drum that you hit with sticks. But we but were just drum, playing. The we drum just, set is available in Japan only, though. We were just playing it on Game Pass, though. Which controller are you using? Just like normal Xbox controllers. Oh, could you imagine if you could connect it to a dance pad? Yeah. That would be hard. How would you do the drum rolls? You just like, just like, just like run. You, you go, you go power pad on it. You go old NES power pad, and you just like you're doing the world class track meet. That's what you Is do. Is that another old person reference? Old person. Wait, 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 Jim. Do you know about the NES power pad? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, it is an old person reference. Okay. Just making. There was a game in Olympics where you would just. Like, kind of like you're describing, Caleb, like when you try to hit both buttons at the same time for a drum roll, you'd mesh buttons. But in the old Power Pat days, I would st- I would be on my knees with both my hands when you had to run fast. And I'd oh, yeah. Go, oh, I think- and I'm making a motion podcast. Like, I'm <laughs> mashing with my hands the, uh, game, the uh, Power Pad. I think my mom did that. Like, my mom is very not into video games, but I have heard her say she would use uh, something on the NES and just, like, hit it with her hands to run. Well, that's what, and we would do the same thing, but if you, but if you tried to actually run on it, it's like at my house, it was very frustrating because where I grew up, we had a basement and we would play in, you know, the room that we played in wasn't in the basement, but it was directly above the basement. So my dad would be downstairs doing whatever he was doing in the basement and we would be running to do that. And he was like yelling, like, stop that noise. But that's what you had to do. You had to, you know. Well, like a, like any good hedgehog knows, you got to go fast. Yeah. 
I'm going to smash that drum. <laughs> yeah. So the Taco No Tachijin game is available on Game Pass. And I know they, in the most recent Nintendo Direct, they talked about a subscription package for the Switch version that would give mm-hmm. you access to like over 500 songs. Well, they also just announced, that was for like, they announced like a new game in the series also. And, okay. and like a DLC it, for that. But Oh, well, maybe that's what it was then. Well, I think my favorite part about the drum game, I'm just going to call it the drum game so I don't butcher the name again. My favorite part is that it has a, um, a couple songs from Undertale, which is pretty cool. That's, I mean, I don't really know. I was going to ask you what your favorite song was. Like my favorite song mm-hmm. in the game or just in yep. general? The game. My favorite song in the game is uh, Hopes and Dreams, which is an Undertale song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of Wreck-It Ralph, because yeah. I'm thinking of that, because when it's Jerry Fallen Order, I found these bases, and I'm like, I'm going to smash it, and I just run into them, <laughs> and they'll go, Psh-sh-sh. they'll just break all of a sudden. I gotta listen to the Undertale, uh, I never played that, but I heard it had great music, too. Yeah, the Undertale, even like, the Deltarune, which is like a weird sequel spinoff of Undertale, they both have amazing soundtracks. Yeah. I've cool. never played either of those games. <laughs> you never played either. Well, we have I both of them. So, so I, I see on here, Jim, that you've been playing some other stuff. I know that you know you you have completed. So you say Madden two twenty two. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of questionable. But you started Mario Plus Rabbids, and I just finished Mario Plus Rabbids. I actually started Mario Plus Rabbids uh, because a couple. I, th- I know you were just finishing it or playing it at the same time. I thought somebody else in the backlog busters was also playing it. I think Grouchy, uh, fi- Grouchy finished it, and that kind of inspired me to go and finish the last level that I or last world that I had in the game. Yeah, so I, I like tactics games, and I liked uh, um, what's it called? I liked uh, XCOM a lot, and I feel like I'm playing XCOM, <laughs> so it's kind of. <laughs> I'm hoping I kind of run through it real quick. How many hours did it take you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, I guess I could. Short, medium, or long? <laughs> no, I would say it's between short and medium. Okay. okay. I think the progression is is pretty good in the game. Like if you've played a tactics game, then you know, like you know about movement and you know yeah. about you know setting yourself up for defense for your attacks. Um, I think what what happened for me is that when I went back to playing it after it had been like two or three years after I put it down, I kind of forgot what I was supposed to do. I forgot that each character has three things they can do: that they can move, they can attack, and they can have a special thing which might be an attack heal uh, setting up a, a barrier of some sort and so once i remember that I was like, okay now i can figure out how to finish playing the game and it didn't take me too long but i felt towards the end at least for me it felt a little bit too samey and i don't know if maybe i should have picked different characters because i had the same three characters for pretty much the entire run yeah yeah, I could. Uh, I I know I'm gonna like it because I liked. Um, I think we talked about and I like Fire Emblem, which is a similar game. I liked. Uh, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I like Fire Emblem. I liked uh, the uh, what's it called? Disgaea. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. It's one of my favorite tactics games of all time. It's I tried Endless the demo for Disgaea Five, I think. Endless like, customization, uh, chess. You can play it for like 400 hours. It just never gets old. My favorite game of all time would be Mario Odyssey. Yeah. That's my favorite. Mario Odyssey is a pretty good game. game. I'm like, where do I go? Mm-hmm. By the time I beat that that place, I'm like, oh, I had to go buy the key, not get the key. 
like <laughs> find it somewhere because there's a keyhole and I'm like, oh no, I need to get that keyhole. But where that key? Where is it? And that and then by the time I beat that, I'm like, oh, I had to buy it in that shop that was on this huge mountain. Shop <laughs> on top of a mountain. So we both like Mario games. Yeah, but then I got the teleport thing, place, and and if you die, you can. You would also stay up the, be up there, and I should have thought about getting buying the key while I was at that level. That jungle levels, you don't have your hat, but then you can get your hat if you do all those cool things. Like, you have to jump on a staircase for the staircase to go to where you need it to go. And the part I had trouble with is I could I had to... The staircase was facing the other way, and the ledge was facing the opposite way, and I had to jump on the top of the staircase, and then I could just run up the next part. Then it would push, then that part I was on would go down, and then the other half would go up to where I needed it to go. And that showed me how to get my hat, because same, except there was a ledge, and I would never make that jump. So I needed to do the trick I learned, and then I could get my hat, but then I see, oh, no, I never learned these yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the, so these things would just stretch, and I had to run as fast as I could, but there would be poison water. And I'm like, oh, no, I have to go get past the poison water. So I just jumped, because poison water can make you die as soon as you touch it. <laughs> you just covered, like, three or four levels there. I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think... But I can remember... Wait, wait. I'm trying to remember that. if I even beat that game. Did, so, did you beat the game? Yeah, I did. I want to start it again. <laughs> I want to definitely do that again. Oh, yeah, you got 100% the game. I did. Yeah, I 100% the game. I a bird 15 times, and I beat it on my first try. What'd you say, Caleb? I 100%ed it. I think I got, I got, well, I know that I at least got all the moons. Yeah. And so, 100%, Jack, means. That Caleb got all of the moons in the game, which that is a feat. I am impressed. I definitely had to look up how to get some of them because some I had a few left. I just didn't know at all how to get them. Wait, did mm. you get the moons that were that would spin? And if you got a king heart, you would just get one king heart. Yeah, he got all of the moons in the game. Every single that- moon. So you hit the moon Almost at all. the right time. You threw your hat and hit one moon, two moon, three moon, four moons, and then got a hundred moons. Yes, I got every single moon. It was like some of them I just could not find. Like I, I knew where they were. I just didn't know how to get them because they were in like a sub area. But I did got, get all of them, and I definitely, totally did not look up how to find them. You did not look up <laughs> how to find them? That's impressive. I did look up how to back. find them. I'm going back to each planet, I think. <laughs> I don't know how you teleport back to a planet. But I beat the game, and the hardest part was the Bowser part, yeah. where you would try to beat Bowser. It was the last time you had to beat Bowser. Like, I shot him back up to his ship before, because he wanted to battle me, so I shot him back up to his ship beating him the third time and then he shot my ship by the time i got in it and, I landed in this <laughs> and you know what planet. it was i love to watch you play but the best time is the time that we had when we played the games together yeah that was pretty fun until you got rid of rocket league <laughs> i 
Well, we can't play Rocket League anymore because my dad used to have Splatoon, <laughs> but he got rid of the thing and used it for his PS5, and now he has to buy it again. Nah. Oh, what? Okay, so you were mentioning games that you like to play together. So Rocket League, at least for a moment there, what are some other games that you guys like to play together? What are your, you know, I don't know, your, your go-to, you know, games, whether it's co-op or competitive? Well, I like to play Rocket League with my dad, even though that was before he even got the PS5. So, like, the type of, like, when we had Rocket League, we had the Nintendo Switch Family Pass. And I am going to bring that back, by the way, so don't worry. Uh, like like ago. like Madman was saying, I'm trying to, to figure out the, the, the finer finances within video games. <laughs> 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 There's a, a method to my madness, I promise. Uh, but the, uh, like, like, so, when we watched Madman... And toaster waffle or toast our waffle, whichever you prefer. <laughs> we watched you guys playing uh, the Cuphead, so he wants to play Cuphead co-op really bad now. Uh, so I want to play every game I see. Yeah, it's very clear that you want to play everything you see. So we're trying to learn prioritization and time management too. <laughs> it's but, not a good idea to play Cuphead. It's you'll probably regret it. Why? Why would let him tell you? You have to first get a level 99 overall on your Madden team, and then you can play Cuphead. Seriously? I feel <laughs> bronze. I'm the only one who has bronze. My dad sold all his But bronze. Jack, why don't you tell us what you liked best about, uh, what, do you, what do you want to talk more about, Overcooked or Splatoon? You liked playing both of those. I like those playing Splatoon. Multiplayer type things. Yeah, oh. I'm playing. I like playing Splatoon, and I also like this, because you would try to get this level, and there would be the square, and you would try to get that square all all green, or whatever color you were playing as, and you would have a little squirt gun or a roller, it's kind of like where you just spread ink everywhere. Is that the turf wars? Spread, you could spread <laughs> ink all around the enemy. Yeah, but platform. so Splatoon, the thing is it's a multiplayer game that you can play with others online, but we haven't figured out how to play together. So I brought that one up just in case if there was a wish list, if we can play co-op Splatoon for three, that would be great. Are you talking about co-op Splatoon 2 or just the, the first one? On the third one, because we have oh, two. We have two. I'm excited, for the, play I'm the excited for the third one. Undecided. Splatoon and Splatoon Two are, I they're really good games. I think you have to own two play... copies of the game and two exactly. Switches. Can you can you not play co-op Splatoon Two? No. And we might get there, but yeah, when we play co-op oh, so on, the on the same screen, we're playing overcooked. System yeah. Oh, I hate you. overcooked. <laughs> where's the meat? Where's the meat? Where's the wedges? Where's the bun? We were making burgers, and my sister's like, yeah. what do I do? Little yeah. sister likes to watch Overcooked. <laughs> and, and shout orders. Do, do this, do that. Ah, you do that. <laughs> I'll do this. You do that. That's Jack's He was impression. only three. He was only three by the time. <laughs> I think as a family, you know, me and the t- my two boys, we tried doing that one day. For a few minutes, and then we said, yeah, "Overcooked right, and Death Squared uh, are two games we just that, can't play That's too much. No one's listening. We're just gonna have to move on from that. Uh, Death Squared is a is another good one. I don't know if you've heard of that one. A lot of times, you can get it pretty cheap on sale on Switch. It is a puzzle game. Like each person controls a, a cube, and they can be like cute looking cubes or whatever. 
and you are trying to get them to their particular goal. So if you're the blue one, you got to get to the blue um, end point. If you're red, get to red. But along the way, you might trigger spikes that will kill the other person. Or there might be lasers that will move or that will track a certain person. So I think what like a red laser doesn't hurt the red person. So you can use them as a, as a shield so the blue person can go behind them. And it can be... It can be really fun. I think the the narration and the dialogue as you progress to the levels is very witty. It's very well done. You have to play with the right kind of person, though, whenever you are in the game, someone that can listen and you guys can problems. I wonder who that was. Because you might have the person who just wants to fall off the edge every time, making everybody start all over. So like once once yeah, once someone dies, then the level immediately reloads. So there's it's very quick to to restart a level. But, you know, part, some, sometimes it is just trial and error to figure out, you know, if I go here, everything looks fine, but you get to a certain spot and it automatically triggers a, a spike that's Let's underneath that your out. partner and it kills them. So that's uh, that's Death Square. That's a, a fun one to play. If Again, if you've got the right the right kind of person. But I think we, we like the co-op games where you can't kill each other. You know, if it's like a, if it's a beat-em-up game where you're not hurting the other person... <laughs> I it's think fun. it might be about time to move on to the questions, unless anyone else has more stuff to say. What? <laughs> well, we have. I'm a, good. We have a full list. Of yeah, we got lots of to cover. Questions. I could I do the questions like ask. I, I want to try to test my hosting privileges. Yeah, <laughs> okay. First question. You have to, from Trash Turkey. What's well, you your favorite to, well, you household chore? Too. Uh, I guess I should have looked like at these. Cleaning the playroom. I just like, I mean, the only one that I kind of like is like dusting because we have this like feather duster and just it's kind of satisfying seeing it just look clean again. If you just swipe over it. I don't know. What about you, father? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe taking out the trash because it's easy or doing the dishes. It's nice to get everything you know, rinsed and scrubbed, put it in the dishwasher. And when you get everything to fit and you have a clean sink afterwards, I feel like there's, there's success in that knowing I got everything to fit. I didn't think it would fit, but then you start the dishwasher and someone says, Oh, um, Hey, this was in my room. Oh, right. I forgot this cup and bowl. And then it's ruined. How about you, Jim? Everybody loves that. Oh. But this was a trick question. Uh, Mr. Turkey. So a gobble gobble. <laughs> I don't like any of the chores. But if I had to pick one, uh, I pick cleaning the bathroom because it's the most rewarding when it's done. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's uh, n- none of them are fun, but that one is is one that uh, I, f- I feel like I did a great service to the household. <laughs> Next question. Oh wait, there's more to say. Never mind. Next question. What is your favorite part about streaming? I think I. This is from I'm, Grouchy, by the way. Oh yeah, Grouchy from Grouchy. Right, I didn't say that. Um, I, I like streaming because like, I, I like hanging out with people. I mean, it's not really hanging out with people, but like, just like a small group of people who always come to my streams and it's just fun to talk. I don't know. I like screaming because I get to scream at the top of my lungs. But you don't, yeah, that's screaming. (laughs) 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 So, what Toaster Waffle is talking about is streaming. Like, when 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 I showed you 
um, him playing video games on my phone and yeah. you're watching him. Yeah, he was that, playing. Yeah, he was yeah, a yeah, person. Like, um, just just yeah. random example like twitch.tv slash toaster waffle. <laughs> yeah. Or twitch.tv slash gamer hungry pop. Again, just a really <laughs> random example. Or twitch.tv so, Well, though, he's he's listing where like people can find us. So, Caleb, I'm going to build off of what you had said. Um, and plus, by the way, when you stream, let me know... Um, I always find out either too late or <laughs> I got to figure out like I'm following you on Twitter and it helps me when you tweet it out because that's how then I know you're on. I usually um, do tweet it out. That's I'm that's going. usually how I find it. Um, what I like about streaming <laughs> is same things. It's uh, I, I, I wanted to do podcasting because I wanted to talk about video games with other people. And it's it's like a book club. It's something you don't get to really talk about anywhere else in my life at least not me <laughs> i like screaming at the top of my lungs okay i got it <laughs> no. i know you love it can i just talk forever <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good antics on this one <laughs> this is my best podcast i ever did i'm like what's up everyone on my first podcast ever <laughs> like, so like what are you doing i will tell you that when you stream, it's it's another way to kind of generate like a conversation for people. You do the stream and you do things in the stream, then you can podcast it about it after. It's just it's more material. So that I put things on YouTube so I can talk about the let's play. I do things on streaming so I can, you know, interact with people through chat real time. And uh, that's the fun in it for me. How about you, Ryan? I was just gonna be silly and say it's the friends that I make along the way. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I don't, I guess for streaming, since I don't do a lot of content that I generate myself, except with Caleb these days. Yeah. You do more the, streaming on my account than you do just by yourself. Right. So I think that part of that, you know, that's part of the fun is being able to do that with you and interact with you. And it makes the game more fun. I wonder if we're playing uh, the stuff together. Um, but for someone who, who watches, it's oftentimes it's fun to watch someone do something in a different way. Because I'm so used to doing it my own way because of how I've always played a game. But then I see someone else do it and I go, oh, well, that's an interesting tactic. Or I'm just kind of seeing how they interact with the viewers or the, the chat or whatever. And I go, I, I mentioned Carlsberger's a lot because of finding, finding his stream when he was doing Dragon Quest XI or Yakuza Like a Dragon or Death Stranding and being able to see games that either I knew and I could help that person or it inspired me to go check out Like a Dragon or just experiencing a, a huge chunk of Death Stranding and go, okay, this is this is interesting. I like seeing this and I like being able to interact with someone who lives, you know, a thousand miles away. Um, it's just, that, that was, that's fun for me. Yeah, I also watched Carlsberger's the same Death Stranding uh, ones. So. Yeah, that's some good stuff. All right, what, I know, I know. So here we're going to get to the, to the Blaze Night uh section of questions yes. blaze and i asked one two three uh, a lot of questions so this okay so the first question he asked is what is it about sports games that captivates you sports games yeah so 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 what is it i think this question is really more for hungry pop it probably is for like me Par- partially for me <laughs> i like the game turkey golf turkey dang <laughs> Okay, or, you have to sit, buddy. You, you have given him like 15 jolt sodas. I know. <laughs> on top of a case of Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let me have let me uh, say what I like about sports games. I was telling you about it earlier. 
Um, what I like about sports games, in a nutshell, uh, is that they is the is the team building aspect. That's why I play Madden Ultimate Team because I'm building my team. I played a lot of co-op uh, teams or sports, I guess, growing up. Played basketball and baseball and football. So I've always liked working as a team towards a common goal. And so when I play sports games, it's it's kind of that same kind of feeling, especially an Ultimate Team. You're you're building people, aligning them to what they want to do and their skills. And there's like an ultimate championship or something, some some kind of goal at the end of it that kind of, you know, pays off everybody's hard work. You're talking about building a team. What is your take on something like uh, an NCAA football game versus Madden, where in NCAA football you are like recruiting players? And yeah. It seems like there's more of a control over the kind of players you get and how you build your team and run your strategy compared to, I think maybe with Madden where you have to worry about you know money and big star players and their, their longevity because it could be like you know, with college football. And I think back to what one of my friends said um, when he would get frustrated when his team would be losing and uh, one particular person in particular would throw an interception. He's like, I can't wait till that guy graduates. My <laughs> friend Peter wants to play college football, then go into the NFL and then play as the New York giants and get all beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to smash it. <clears throat> so, so how do you feel about NCAA football games versus so, Madden? I've played uh, Madden for a long time, and I have oh a lot of the N- I have a lot of the NCAA football games as well. I so, too. And Jack, you played NCAA football too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so NCAA football game is the game that you played. Where remember, I did the recruiting, and then you played the games on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. You didn't like recruiting yeah. as much. Yeah, but it was so boring. He thought re- he thought recruiting was boring. <laughs> yeah, because you just. So I when I play the college games, I get caught up in the recruiting and building the ultimate team. It's like just like you figured I would. <laughs> ultimate team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buccaneers. All right. Can, and so what I would do is let him. I would let my son Jack here play the the game, and then I would recruit, make all the phone calls. And I'd bring everybody in by position. I'd offer the scholarships. Um, and then when it came time to the game, I would leave a room and let him just play the game. Yeah, and, you would play his Madden draws. And then you, you won every game, but he played as uh, Rutgers, which is near us. Uh, no. And I you won every game but one. No, I won every game but two. Oh, you lo- oh yeah, he lost to... Ohio no, State. And, Ohio State. Yeah, and that <laughs> other team with the speedy receiver. I want to punch that Beaver's fever. I want to punch that. Oh, no, wow. not, not, don't, don't be like that. <laughs> it's not I nice. I don't think I've played the sports games that you guys are talking about, but I mean, Wii Sports is, is pretty good. Yeah! That's probably the best sports game I've played because I don't really, I don't, I'm not really into sports that much. Well, you know what? This is a, a great place to interject here uh, that last night we played that little demo for the Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh yeah, that you, was a lot of fun. You guys probably didn't, you weren't able to do that because you don't have the. I actually didn't know about it. Well, you, you have to have the, like the Nintendo Switch online service to be able to do the to do the demo. Oh okay, yeah. So you might not be able to. So there was a forty-five minute window where you could do that. It's really them testing the communications and the servers and all that stuff, and you couldn't choose what game you played, and they just threw you randomly into okay. either a game of bowling. Tennis or the like the sword fighting one. Tambara, I yeah, think. and that's from the what we sports resort. Yeah, and it was 
I guess it was a lot of fun. So playing online tennis, for example, not going up against the CPU or going up against, you know, someone else that's in your family. It was very exciting. We were into it. There were a couple of, I think there was one game that it went to, like you had to get to seven points, but we ended up being tied at seven and we ended up losing nine to seven, but it was, it was so close. And the one-to-one movement with your body and the screen was a lot better than it was for the Wii Sports. And the bowling part, uh, it was like a, almost like a knockout competition. So after the first three frames, the top eight out of 16 got to go on to the next three frames. Okay. And then it went down to five. And then you had three people that were left for the 10th frame. Um, it was just, I don't know. It was really, really fun to be playing online like that. It had that, like when you played Tetris 99 or like, you know, when Jack had played you know, Mario 35, you're playing online with random people. And you could get back into a new game very quickly. And it felt like that. And it was, I don't know, it was very, very exciting to be able to, to do that. And so I can't wait to try that a little bit again later today because we can do that again at one o'clock. Yeah, we're Goodbye. doing that. Cool. Definitely. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Do you want to go for a second? Is that what you're saying? Sorry. <laughs> We've been here all day. <laughs> Should we, like, move along with the questions then, (laughs) since some people are getting impatient? Okay, then. Uh, Next question is, what's the best age-slash-game to start kids on? Six, 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 (laughs) six, six, six. So, yeah, the the challenge for him was attention span. (laughs) So, we had to wait a little bit longer, so that's kind of why I started him at age six. I feel like I can't answer the question because I'm not a parent. I don't have kids, so I don't know what the best age is. I'd say it depends on if there's going to be... I mean, it seems kind of like a weird thing to say, but I feel like it depends on if they're going to be around a lot of video games because you don't want to get them excited about something really early on only for them to not be able to do it anymore, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and even this day and age, getting into video games is completely different from whenever Jim and I... Mm-hmm. were were young because video games like can start as early as you know one or two when you oh here's an ipad or here's a kindle here's you know a cell phone and you're just playing some kind of touch screen game so it's yeah. it's a completely different environment but in terms of like what i would consider more traditional video games i think the ones that require controllers requires a different set of motor skills than just yeah. touching a screen so five or six is probably a good age to start and you know, I think you start with something that maybe has motion controls like Wii Sports, something that's a little bit more tactile, something that you can really feel that you are engaging with. Yeah. Um, and then you move on to something that, you know, I don't know. You think about how many buttons are on an Xbox controller, right? You've got the four shoulder buttons, the four face buttons, the directional pad, the two analog sticks that can also serve as buttons. And it is very easily overwhelming. Let's just uh, jump down to this one. You know, what's a what's one co-op game everyone should play? Uh, I say everybody should play. Do you know what a co-op game? No. When you play together. Oh yeah, I say everybody should play Rocket League together. <laughs> Rocket League. I think I think the message has been received during the course of this <laughs> podcast. Um, Jack really wants me to reload Rocket League on our Switch. Well, and I, the, the the good news is is that it's a it's a free to play game, so it won't cost you anything but the bandwidth. 
I kind of feel sorry for the people who bought the game before it was free to play, and then find out that it was eventually free to play. And they're like, wow, I just wasted money. I almost was that person, because it was on Steam first, and I held off. One of the it's few free. times I restrained. <laughs> I feel like one of the best co-op games I've played, we didn't play much of it, but we played um, like a little bit of It Takes Two. I don't think we played too much of it for me to talk about it here, but it no, was No, we need to play more of that. All right, well, I think that will not do it wait, for today. Oh, we're not going to answer the rest of the questions? We had a lot of fun. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. And so for the for the podcast listeners out there, I my six-year-old has, uh, his energy kind of has boiled over. I probably need to take him to, to run around outside for a while. <laughs> 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 Which is understandable, but really, really grateful that we had the chance to talk to you guys. Yeah, I'm so glad that you guys were able to, to join us, and I hope that you guys have a good rest of the day. Um, you know, before we get away, where can any of our listeners find you, Mr. Jim? Uh, you can find me at, uh, on YouTube at HungryPup or Twitch at twitch.tv slash GamerHungryPup. But, and you're on the Twitters, too. Do you want to give that out? Or is- and Twitter, uh, at, yep, at, at GamerHungryPup. Find them anywhere all good gamer hunger pups can be found. Of course, you can find us at Are You Winning Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find me, Mathman1024. Caleb, you can find him you can, everywhere. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at ToastRWaffle. Uh, and I mean, that's pretty much it yep. for me. Yeah. And again, thank you guys for, for coming on. Um, and as we end every episode, uh, are you winning, son? And of course, if you're not, what do we say to all of our fine listeners out there? Get good. To get good. Why do you say get so good. Dope?